You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. You are listening to Beyond the Fit, and this is Holly Cotton. The purpose of this show is to explore beyond the traditional health and wellness topics to make sure that we can all become the strongest versions of ourselves inside and out. Okay, you guys, I am super excited and honored that our next guest thought that we were important enough for his time. I can't wait to introduce you guys to Will Lowry, and if you are under familiar with Will, you will know him as a big time golf personality. You will see him on NBC Golf Beyond the Fairway, as well as on Golf Pass with Home Course Advantage. So welcome, Will. Hey, how's it going? I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So first off, let's just get straight into the first question. I know being a Southern belle, I always vibe with people that have Southern roots and have that country sort of mentality that makes us special. That's why everyone is drawn into our personalities. I know that you are from North Carolina. And when you think of North Carolina, you don't really think of that as a big breeding area for golfers. So we're very intrigued by your story. (laughs) And also for anyone that's listening to the podcast and is not watching the video, Let me just tell you that Will is not what you think of when you look at a traditional golfer. (laughs) Like he's right now, he's got his little beanie hat on, you know, he has the dreadlocks, of course, you know, young. So I love that, um, that you don't have that basically stereotype of what you think of as a normal golfer. Can you tell us how, being from North Carolina, you started on your golfing journey? Yeah, sure. You know, I played golf uh, as a kid, you know, with my pops. My, my dad introduced me to the game. And, you know, I lived, lived in a tough neighborhood, but my parents had a wherewithal to kind of take me across the train tracks to kind of see this this whole new world. And, and I say it all the time, you know, you don't know anything no more than you're exposed to. You know, my, my dad introduced me to the game of golf and, you know, he had the wherewithal, my parents had the wherewithal to, to put me in diverse sports, you know, sports that lack diversity, rather. Uh, I played golf, I played tennis. But, you know, one, one of the things that I say that golf is so powerful is that it provided me the ability to, to, to see different worlds. You know, uh, from a tough neighborhood, uh, other side of, of Charlotte, North Carolina. And, you know, it, it, when, when Pops introduced me to the game, you know, he, he, he told me that, uh, you know, the, the game is culture capital. Didn't quite understand what that meant at that time. But as I get older and every time I, I make and develop a new relationship, I realize what dad did, you know, and, and realize my parents were doing. So he, I played as a junior. I uh, didn't really care too much about it. I was a big tennis player as a kid. And once I, um, you know, started, you know, my, my love for golf started to develop, I started playing competitively and I got on a reality television show on the Golf Channel called Big Break. Hold on, hold on. That pretty that. Don't jump to that. Don't we not ready? Oh, okay. There right. yet? Hang on. Oh, okay. All right. right. Yeah, I can. I can start rambling. I start about, talk about golf. <laughs> like I said, one golf is not really a predominantly black sport. So the fact that one you had active parents, one you had a dad that was doing stuff like you. These are already like <laughs> typical stereotypes that are being broken right here. How did you decide that you actually like golf? Because I can tell you that 
golf ain't it for me. <laughs> I'm trying it. It's too much walking. I hate you got hit the ball and it's, and there's no time limit. You could be trying to hit a thing in the hole for five hours. It's a lot, Will. It's a lot. So how did you decide <laughs> that this was the sport that you were going to go into? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, be transparent. I, golf wasn't for me as a kid. It, it wasn't. I had hoop dreams. I wanted to I wanted to be like, uh, you know, uh, Michael Jordan, you know, and and also wanted to be a, a professional tennis player. I, one of my heroes was a guy by the name of Malavia Washington, who was a tennis player uh, back in the mid '90s. The 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 golf bug didn't get didn't bite me till later on, maybe late teenage, early twenties. But uh, once I found out it was a sport for me, is I, I think I think I fell in love with the with the challenges, you know, when it comes to the, the instant gratification is not always as quick as you would think in other sports. You know, you, you have to work your butt off to get an inch better. And when it shows, when it starts to be revealed that you've gotten that much better, it may not come when you want to. It may not show itself. Your hard work may not, may not show itself until maybe a month, two months later. And that would really made me like, I, I want to master this game. And when any true golfer knows you're never going to master a game of golf. Uh, the guys on a professional level knows that you can't master it. You can just uh, manage it well. And my whole goal was just to manage this sport as as best as I can, especially against my, my peers. Right, right. And also, I'm glad that you did say the, that point about instant gratification because maybe that's why <laughs> golf and me didn't because one, I'm really big. I like to work out. So for me, adding weight to a, be able to do a bench press or shoot a shot and it goes in. Like golf is something where I have to hit it and it's very slim that it's going to go into the hole. And then I have to walk all the way or ride the cart to get like there's no it's all just I know it's supposed to relax you. But but yeah, you have to have that mindset to know that. Like, it ain't going to be instant. It's going to be at the end with the card, which your numbers say. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the thing. And, and you know, we say it all the time. Um, the scorecard doesn't tell you or ask you how you did it. You know, it's just all about the end result. What number are you putting in that particular box over 18 holes? And, you know, hole one, I got this. Hole two, I got this. Hole three, I got that. And it, it's it's... It's self-help. It's, it's something that you're playing against yourself. So if you kind of get out of the mindset of, man, I want instant gratification, just know that, you know, your your hard work is going to pay off eventually. You might you might find a sport because, I mean, golf is, is lifelong lessons. Stick stick to the, the, uh, understanding the process, you know, engaging in the hard work, understanding that, uh, you know, things may not come as quick as you as you want. These are all life skills, all, all uh, lessons of life that we face every day. <laughs> So as I was looking into who you are, what makes you stand out, why are you so great? Of course, I looked up and you're known as golfer with the cross-handed grip. And for anyone that doesn't know what that means, that basically is, from what I understand, it's where most people drive with their dominant hand. And for you, the cross-handed grip means that you're using the hand your left hand at the top to actually be the driving hand in opposite of what other people are doing so is that kind of yeah absolutely so you know the the way i play golf is is a little different um 
again, you know, my, my background was tennis. I was a huge tennis player. Um, and one of my favorite players was a young lady by the name of Monica Sellers. Monica Sellers had a two-hand forehand and two-hand backhand. And when I started getting heavily into golf, I I started doing what Monica Sellers did. So when I played golf, I mean, when I played tennis, I had a two-hand forehand, two-hand backhand. So when I grabbed my, my golf club, I um, I took a left-handed grip, but for a right-handed club, and I was just acting as if I was hitting a, a, a two-hand forehand everywhere with a golf club. So it's it's not too many people in the world that play like like us. Uh, I want to say less than less than one percent, maybe. It's kind of like the white buffalo, you know. I, I heard there's other players that play like this, but I have never met them, you know. So uh, it's it's a unique grip, but uh, the the swing is not the prettiest. It's a swing that only a mother could love, but uh, at times it's it's effective as well. And that's what I was gonna ask you. Like, how do you like how how do you do you see other people doing it, or like when you go to play, you're like, ain't nobody doing this but me, or yeah. can you see? Yeah, no, no, I I, I never. I may have met one guy that holds a club that way. <clears throat> and when I saw him, he stopped me in my tracks. I was like, I'm like, what? You know, w- what is that? And and I was like, man, that thing looks so ugly. And, he, you know, you can tell he was a little defensive, but then I broke it down why I'm saying that. And he, you know, we just became best friends for a short period of time. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a lot of people out there. Now, the question is, will I encourage kids to do that? I sure will. Because, because I it worked it worked for me, and um, I think the way the teaching um, of golf is happening these days is lim- is limiting the kid imagination and uh, not really understanding the full mechanics. So, um, if you understand the mechanics, have imagination, you can hold a club any way you want to. Hmm, I like that. I like that, and I like the little positive spin on it. Like because I can tell you, a lot of people when they're successful at something. They don't want nobody else to know about it. They Absolutely. want to keep it a secret. <laughs> so the that fact that so. you're kind of, yeah, they're t- you're telling us about it. And not only that, but you're like, hey, guys, this is something that you should try to make yourself unique too. So I love that. Kudos. That says where your heart is. Love that. Love that. Okay. So now, since you was trying to cut me off earlier, talking about the big break, I'm going to give you a chance to talk about the big break. Uh, if you guys have never seen The Big Break, it's actually a reality show where golfers come in and they have prizes or it's like a, a sports show to kind of see who is going to win and get endorsements or whatever. Tell us about your experience on Big Break. All right. So, yeah, so it was like American Exile Model. So, you know, I was fortunate enough to be on for two seasons and uh, first season was Indian Wells and the second season was... Uh, Puerto Rico with uh, a lot of the NFL players and you know I, I didn't win either of them but I got far into the competition it was a 13 hole I'm excuse me 13 uh, episode season and I want to say I made it to each season I made it to the 13th episode I got to the finals and lost and um, I mean it did wonders for my career you know I, I became the the black guy crosshand golfer uh, I, all the stuff that I'm doing in this in the space of golf now it still doesn't trump the fact that I was the guy that, you know, played crosshand on the show Big Break. So I, I owe everything to Big Break, and it was such a uh, uh, a positive uh, 
outcome for, for my career at that time. Right, right. And I think that's why a lot of people do do reality shows. Like they don't even care about yeah. winning or the, whatever. They just, they're like, hey, this is exposure for me. Free publicity. Yeah, absolutely. I, absolutely. I got a, uh, I got an offer to do another reality TV show uh, for next summer. And I'm trying to figure out if I want to do it <laughs> just to kind of, I don't, I, I said, I don't want to do reality no more, but I might do this one. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Don't give us no secrets. We'll see. Um, I'm not. All right. <laughs> okay. So I did see something about you on your website, and it said that your goal is to grow representation and shift perception of golf. So why is this your goal, and why is that important to you? So that is pretty much really uh, why I want to, uh, you know, expand the game. And and I and I say it all the time. I, Golf is culture capital, like my father used to say. is is It's a means of upward social mobility. Um, I think golf can be a tool to for you to uh, expand business, uh, uh, to get involved, not so much on the professional side, playing golf, traveling week to week on a professional level, but you can also uh, be a part of golf professionally. And it's an $84 billion business. And I believe, you know, if we can somewhat, you know, uh, get diversity of thought in the game of golf, uh, expand it to black and brown. Perhaps we can, you know, grow that game and, and people can learn to grow with in the game, through the game, which is most important to me. Right. Okay. I love that answer. And also I love how you talk about your dad and just all the, the life lessons that he gave. So that's super cool. I love that. I'm a daddy's girl and I'm always getting advice from my dad still at a grown age. So I love that you're still, that you're like, and my daddy said, that's how you meet people and that's how you make business deals. So I love that. I love that. Okay. So last question before we kind of get into the end of how we can support you and all of that. So as you being a host now of PGA events, was that ever a goal that you envisioned? Like, I want to be someone that's now asking people about their golfing experience and hosting all these things and, you know, shows and stuff. Because you guys, he was way too busy the last month for Beyond the Fit because he's so busy on the fairway interviewing people. So was being, <laughs> was doing that ever a goal? Did you envision yourself ever doing that? Uh, actually, no. And that's probably one of the things that, that makes golf so unique. You know, you, you never, you never know. I mean, I'm, I'm a spiritual guy, so I, I know my footsteps are ordered, but you never know exactly where you're going. And, and there's times where, uh, I, I see the end from the beginning and God never tells you about the middle part, you know? And so, uh, um, I really didn't see myself as like any type of host or anything. I knew there was something, uh, there's a tool that I had to where uh, I want to showcase the game of golf, but I didn't know what that would what that would be. And before you know it, you know, um, I, I have the, the creative mindset to to create concepts, and I'm always quick to say, here I have an idea. Hey, such and such, won't you go host this? Won't you do this? And then everybody I asked to kind of be a part of, they're like, they're not available. So then I was stuck with the, with my idea and I was like, all right, let's try it. And, uh, and that's pretty much where I'm at, you know, just, you know, I didn't see it per se, but in a roundabout way, I guess I kind of saw it. Does that make any sense? Maybe. <laughs> right. And I love, I love that analogy that you just said, like you see the beginning, you have the idea and you see the end point, but 
baby. All that, that middle, middle part, man, God, not man, God don't tell you about that middle man. I get I get upset with him often because he doesn't tell me about that middle part at all. And uh, right, and then and it'll look like it's right there. Like you, you know what? I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna get there. And then it's like the middle part is man, like five man, years. Man. Like what? And you see that you see that light at the end of the tunnel. You just like is that is that for me or is that a train? Like what? What is it? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay. So last question. I know that you are big on youth mentoring. You brought that up several times about youth mentoring. So can you tell us about your mentoring program? Yeah. You know, we, we have a thing within uh, my company, uh, Cross Sand Productions, is where we just want to make sure that we position kids or anybody, but position kids to really accelerate in the sport again it's the 84 billion dollar sport um it, it, it can it's social capital social and culture capital and we just want to make sure that we are putting them in position so they can really get the things that they want out of this sport it's just that simple um and and the higher you go in the sport from the introductory level to professional golf it's it takes finances it 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 it, it, it takes so much of a financial investment to be attached to sport from the introductory level to the professional. But the more, the higher you go in this space, increases opportunity to, to, to grow, to network, to meet people, to, to, to meet that middleman, you know, and, and, um, you know, the, the, the saying that I live by, it, it really holds true to me is, is poverty and prosperity separated by one person. And I'm just hoping and praying to God I can still be that one person for whoever whoever kid or adult that I meet that wants to be a part of this game. Oh, I love that. I love that. And if you follow me on social media, you know, like that is my heart. I'm all about changing the world. What can we do? Like I always say I wasn't blessed to not bless others. So oh, big heart. I love that. I love that. I love that. And you can tell it's very authentic. So tell us what we can do to support you. Because I know like whenever you already like doing your thing, you like, people are like, well, what am I supposed to do to support him? Like, what, what do I do? Just follow him on Instagram. What do we do? So how can we support you? Uh, I mean, you? right now, man, just, just follow, uh, follow me on Instagram and all my social media platforms. Uh, and you know, just, uh, I will put announcement how I need support out there. Uh, you know, if there's any connections, uh, you know, from, from Fortune 500 companies who are trying to expand and, trying to, uh, you know, figure out how to navigate this golf space or just uh, kids who want to get into the game of golf trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, get to the next level in golf or just be a part of this, this awesome sport, connect them with me. I, I want to I help them out and, and uh, just make sure that they're on the right path. Okay, I love that. And do you have any projects right now that you're working on? Anything yeah, that you want to share? I, I, I do. I have a, a, I just wrote a screenplay. Um, you know, one thing about the 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 uh, uh, my company is that you know we're attacking the the, the I guess the the content space, and just wrote a um, got a couple of TV shows that are that are out that we're pitching Amazon, uh, Netflix, et cetera, et cetera. But I just wrote a screenplay that uh, I'm very passionate about. Uh, it's golf centric as well and um uh hopefully if anybody is the i'm learning a lot about this this the the, the feature space the 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 uh the movie space and uh if anybody knows anybody of anybody let me know please <laughs> <laughs> right because i could tell you 
everybody's trying to figure out like how you can network, you know, who is valuable. Man. I always say that, like, give me one follower that's actually useful in life Man. instead of a thousand people that just think that I'm cute. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, you want people to kind of catch on with your dream too. Like, like, you know, it's a shared vision here, you know, and, and, um, you know, uh, how can we, how, how can we attack this uh, properly? And so one of the things is that, uh, yeah. So, you know, I, you know, I work with NBC and I, I got, I got people like, what's, what's that? Who calling you? I have my phone on do not disturb. I don't know how it's, <laughs> it's disturbing something, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah. So like, yeah. So, you know, just trying to figure out, uh, it's so funny with NBC, they, they helped me out and, you know, trying to get my project over to the right spot over NBC universal. You know, I just thought it was going to be so easy, but it ain't, that's that middle part that, uh, that we were talking about earlier. So I don't know I, what the, I, I don't know what lies in the middle right now, but right now I'm in the middle. <laughs> I'm telling you, this middle part is a headache. I'm like, no, listen, Lord, I'm supposed to be over there now. Why? It's the, I just I, I can't wait to be in the middle part to where I put my phone on do not disturb. That's where I'm trying to get to. I just kidding. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, Lord, I'm supposed to be in Martha's Vineyard, like Oprah interviewing right. Obama. Right. What, what's going on? I right. see it. Right. I've manifested it, but right. I'm not there. Why? It's, but but it's but this is why I think AC is coming. Like I I have I, I I've gotten to the point to where now because the things that I saw in my mind came true, I'm at a point now to where I can accept not having it now. If that make any sense. It's like, um, like, I hate to get too spiritual, but I can't let the devil turn what is a divine delay into a disappointment. Or I can't let the devil turn a disappointment to what is a divine delay, rather. And I, I'm at that point now to where I'm not, you know, not trying to go ahead of God like, yo, G-O-D, man, check this out. This is what I want. This is what we need to be doing, cuz. As opposed to just like, all right, man, just, just calm down. I got you. I got you. And, you know, he hasn't failed me yet, but I, I, I kind of wish he was on my time sometime. I know, right? That's why I'm like, listen, I just had a whole nother birthday. I'm 46. Like, I'm like, I don't have that many cute years left. Like, Bro, come on now. I, I get 100%. I get it. <laughs> 100%. Okay. So, you guys, this is Will Lowry, and I will have all of his contact information in the podcast notes. Also, tag him in the post if you're watching this on social media or YouTube, whatever. I'll definitely have all his contact information, his website. Be sure to follow, support, share also. And then if you have someone that, like he said, you know, someone that's trying to struggle to figure out where they fit in in life or what as far as sports are going, maybe golf is something that you could, you know, divulge into as well. So thank you so much, Will, for your time. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime you need a, a feeling, let me know I'm here. Love it. Love it.